Blog Talk Radio.
to get the weed. Straight up, it is going on right now. It is raining marijuana. Marijuana is one of the largest topics right now because, one, people are tired of talking about freaking terrorist BS. Two, people are tired of talking about economy. And three, people just finally just like, all right, you've been asking for it for so long. We see it's hurting you that you don't have the cannabis. And then we're at that stage. Because right now, rules are being made hand over fist. Buckets and buckets of rules are being brought down. And each one of these rule makers want to know how the other rule makers are doing it. But when it's something coming down with new rules and all, well, you know, your smoke rules will tell you. These new rules, uh, 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 they're messing up. There's quite a lot of them coming down that want to restrict your access to cannabis. Severely, severely restrict your access. Force you to pay outrageous medical prices to have your variety of cannabis limited and the pharmacies make the money. These small little handful groups already in there jumping in sees that this uh, it's like marijuana is like walked into a bar single woman got really drunk and is just like, hey, sleep with me, sleep with me, all this stuff. Just not even know what she's doing. Cause she's brand new in, in, in the room. She ain't drank owner. But now all these men, all these women too, see someone that they can manipulate, that they could take advantage of, that they could see that there's no protections for the people on how these rules get made. So these rules are the wild, wild west. They're just making them up, whatever they feel like. Um, six plants. Yeah, yeah, you can do six plants uh, indoor. If you want to buy weed from a dispensary, that dispensary's got to buy it from not the grower, but from someone else. So just like... Most of the Starbucks coffee, right? It sits for two years. Cannabis, fresh cannabis, that's a thing of the past. Now, don't get me wrong. Curing your herb properly does take time. But I guarantee you, with this AB266, there is no word for curing in there. There's preparation. But basically, they say the growers, Got to find this distributor fella, give that distributor fella all their herb, and this distributor is going to pay them, but obviously not what a club would pay them, because now they've made a middleman that's going to make sure it's all smooth and regulated. What's been great about cannabis is it hasn't been regulated, is that there haven't been the claws of money-grubbing corporate animals diving in and choosing who gets to sell 
who gets to smoke, what kind you can sell. And so the standardization that is raining down, it's just raw, standardize the pot, standardize it, make it, make it this way and make it always that way. Now, I hear these guys named Marlboro and Camel. They're in the market too. Seen them from getting in the market, grabbing another. They already have their tobacco monopolies, so they're going for their cannabis monopolies to shove everyone else out of the market. And these fellas, they're in the death game. They've been lying about what tobacco does for a really long time. They don't care about their customers. It's proven time in, time out again. If you cared about your customers, you would have put fiberglass in the filter. Cared about your customers, you would have put weird gunpowder rings and other toxins on the paper. If you actually cared about your customers, you would have poured formaldehyde in your tobacco and called organic. You see, the spirit is what's been holding cannabis alive. The people that are really into it, that feel it, that know that cannabis is a good healing medicine, have been the frontline warriors in the trenches, taking the hits, losing the comrades, but keep on pushing because cannabis is a strong plant. Cannabis helps humans in so many different ways. It's like the devil made the law. The most evil people out there said, let's take away the most healthy, natural things and make them illegal. It's that tith stuff going on. Like the German Tith Act, 16 or 16-something, 16 said all beer, all fermented beverages must have hops. And so it used to be in the day, you got an ailment, you go to your local pub, or I mean, I don't know the, the name of them exactly, but you go to your local fermentation restaurant, and they've got jars and jars of different herbs being fermented and sitting in an alcohol concoction you're like so tell me what's what's wrong with you like these are where people go when they need to cure themselves they're like oh i've got this ailment or that ailment and the person working at this bar that has all these different types of herbs in fermentation states in alcohol you're like all right you need some of this and some of that take a shot of this take a shot of that and do that for like two weeks and come back right that was the original Robitussin, straight up. The original healing medicines were fermented and soaked in alcohol until the German Tith Act came in and said, you know, we would rather people just take a depressant. And that's all. We're going to standardize fermented beverages and, well, you know, only hops. And hops is a super depressant. Hops makes people tired, makes people drowsy. 
of course, there's a few healthy benefits in there with it, but there's so many other things to ferment other than hops. It's, it's again, these groups trying to take what's healthy and helps human society out it and restrict it from other humans. Restrict the chance to be healthy. Groups that want other people to die. Straight up. Since freaking way back in the day, there's been humans that didn't like other humans. And in their equation is that killing off the human gets rid of them. But then people complain about that. So what do they do? Well, let's dumb the humans. Let's make them real stupid with the chlorine fluoride concoctions in the water with the chemtrails spraying aluminum with the TV pushing out emotion consciously, constantly so it's difficult for people even to grasp and have a handle on their emotions and so many external stressors pushing on people that everyone is in a state of retreat to get away from the overload, the toxicity of the media, of the poisons made by the products that we're using. And don't get me wrong, like, they know these things are poisonous. Monsanto knows what it's doing, but he's been around for a long time. Every single person, not every single person, but a huge amount of people carry chemicals in them that are because Monsanto was pushing these things out there. And now they're, they jump into the genetics. You see that? In the last 15, 20 years, they're jumping into the genetic market to push out everybody else to buy up all the other seed banks because we're in a, a dog-eat-dog business world where it's like one dog steals the food from another dog. Then that dog steals food from that dog. So these monopolies become so large that they're not used to being told no. They're not used to being restricted because when they want a law to happen, they just keep throwing money at it. They throw people into the position. They get what they want through mass amounts of money. You can't stop that. No, not at all. That's what money does. It's not exactly buying happiness, but money buys death. Money buys poison. Money buys so many things that are wrong. But it's money. Humans need money. We need to pay the mortgage, the Nuremberg defense. We need to feed ourselves, cover ourselves, bathe ourselves, have a job, and try to look attractive for a mate so we can make a family and then go to do this work for 40 or 60 hours a week, separating ourselves from our families to do all this work, pulling us away from what we really need to be doing is caring for each other, 
understanding one another, taking the time to experience life. Now, there's a lot of experiences out there. I, I, I ain't been on any kind of fraction of experiences that are available in the world. Experiences, they need what? They need some money. So, you know, some people, they get caught up chasing the money game. So when they have the money, they can get their material possession. And this material possession, just having it, the Freudian economics, just having this thing, this sexy car, like all these descriptors to an item, a material thing, that are not real descriptors of the thing. Like a sexy car, you know, you can't put your phallus in the car, you know, it's, it's you know, it's, what can you do with that? How is it, you know, how does it make me reproduce? I mean, you've got the fastest car, get the hottest chick, and blue, 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 you know, whatever. I mean, that's what they push upon us. You know, the fancier car, the smaller wing, you know. I don't know. Hey, I'm trying to keep it PG 16 and a half. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> working on it. 16 and a half mark. Phallus and wing. Perfectly fine. <laughs> um Medicine is two things. It's material and it's well-being. And a lot of the medicines that are pushed upon us, they pull out of oil, oil, old plants and dinosaurs. They're going to manufacture this medicine and feed it to you. And say, that's, that's the medicine. Go have fun. Hmm. There's definitely, definitely a messed up equation going on. And I'll tell you that because medicine, health, food, so important to an organic creature that walks around made of cells working in trillions in conjunction together, trusting one another. Like our cells trust us. So much. It's like our cells trust our being so much. If we do something that can negatively affect us, our cells let us do this because they trust us. Our cells are like, yeah, we trust you to believe in life, to be happy. Well, I don't know, be happy, but just to keep the cells going. Now, the cells, they're like, they're all the radio listeners out there, you know? They're tuned in to the big thought. And if the thought ain't happy, if you're not, like, trying to add some good energy, some positivity stuff, or sitting on negativity or dwelling on things and not refreshing your state of mind, you have a healthy state of mind, the cells, you're going to get sick. The cells are listening. They're not all going to turn off right away, but they're going to be like, if you're going to be a lazy foe, I'm going to be a lazy foe. So the person, the spirit that we are that controls all these cells, 
wants to be a lazy foe, then all the cells are like, ah, you know, if the big guy's not doing anything, I'm not going to do anything. And then our health deteriorates. And talking to ourselves, <laughs> ourselves, See, this is my two-hour talk-to-myself session, <laughs> uh, but ourselves, you know, talking, listening, but how do we get there? How do we get to that state of mind to meditate, to think about, to be creative? There's so many ways to be creative, though cannabis, <laughs> Mary Jane. Miss Mary Jane, oh, she takes us places. She takes us all over the idea realm and the paranoid realm if you let, if you let your mind take you there. She'll just be like, let's put some rockets on your ideas and thoughts and ping, fire, and just rock it off. Now, you want those ideas and thoughts to be awesome. Yeah. You know, you want to be thinking about some cool stuff. Not just like sitting there like, the world sucks. <laughs> All this bad stuff. And smoke some herbs. Like, uh, the world sucks. Mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> the world sucks. I'm hungry. <laughs> you know? It's all, it's all like this extra enhancement that's natural that we've evolved around that large amounts of mammals on this planet have evolved around because you know birds be liking things Rep reptiles be liking cannabis you know they're living off the hemp seed that has so much nutrition in it but they're getting stony you know these birds still fly it's not like they go land on a planet, on a, on a plant, big old nug, seeded, natural, that's what happens. Birds chirping away, going after seed, 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 putting its little beak in between all this cannabis, all this THC, like its beak is just covered in hash, you know? Its little tongue licking it. Yet somehow, this bird could then fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this creature is like, cannabis is awesome. I've evolved around it. And it's good stuff. And this bird lives its life perfectly fine. Just like we should be living our lives perfectly fine. Yet as people be figuring out, man's worst enemy is our own, is ourselves. We are our own worst enemies. We're our own best friends, too. I mean, there's a yin to the yang. But what do we want to focus on? Do we want to sit there and hurt each other? Hurt brothers and sisters of different cultures and other languages that we might not understand their values, but because they're different, we must be warlike with them? So much more ascension. So many more thoughts, so many more things to do that the Indians called it a peace pipe for a reason, you know? Like, hey, we have our differences. Let's come together 
can get real stony. You know, dude, these these guys are awesome. Awesome. Oh, there's a a funny movie, awesome movie based on historical fact about a gentleman who helped save a lot of natural preserves in I want to say the 60s, 70s, 50s, 30s, no, something right around there. Who he was a man act. I mean, I'm not trying to give away the movie, but when you see it and the character playing it is definitely a European saying he's an Indian going around to all these tribes and bringing recognition to the government. I think it was the Senate to be able to get the, the wild land, wild lands preserve and the, the beautiful scene when he's sitting in this teepee with all these Indians around him, chiefs, and oh, the exact, the, it was just such a great quote. I'm sorry if I butchered a little, but the chief was basically saying that if he wants to be an Indian, that go, go right ahead, that may all people have his same enthusiasm to want to protect the earth, to go in there, to be an Indian in this case. And it was later, later revealed, you know, but they, but the whole world obviously couldn't see his nose or facial structure very well. And, um, this Englishman said he was an American Indian and he got so many enactments going to help protect and create national parks. And what we're getting to is that we too need to stand up. And even if we're not like the biggest stoner out there, not even smoking herb or doing whatever, but by seeing what needs to get done and doing it, you're walking down a path Beautiful, beautiful. We're on Kauai, let's say. Beautiful, pristine, untouched. Well, I don't know untouched, but beautiful area. Come across and you see candy wrapper on the ground. Everything else is beautiful, but this candy wrapper sticks out like it's a, a thorn in your side. Like, what? what is this thing? And it's our responsibility, diligence, to retrieve that, that piece of refuse that does not belong in that environment. That's our duty that when we see something that needs proper attention, that we have to stand for it. We have to come together, figure out the facts, and see how we can help protect life, protect nature, protect our fellow friends, our fellow families. When we see a need, we must fulfill it. Now, I'm not saying good intentions, like it was a good intention to pick up that wrapper, but that, but because I picked up that wrapper, it created an adverse effect. No. Good intentions are different than seeing what needs to be done. Good intentions are going beyond that. 
and doing what you want to do because you think it needs to be done, not because you can factually see something needs to be done. Because I think this needs to be done, so therefore we'll do it. Or I see that this to be done because there's facts that support that cannabis is healthy, is curing, and is non-deadly. The most deadly thing about cannabis are the cops and the streets. Those are the deadly things about cannabis. Cops in the streets. Cops will kill you, and you can get killed in the streets while trying to find pot. Marijuana ain't going to do anything. It ain't going to like kill you. You ain't going to die from emphysema. It's been proven. I mean, over and over, I mean, you, you hack out whatever yuck in your lungs, and thereby doing that, it's exercise. Coughing is actually exercise. The, um, although, you know, so, I mean, burning something, carcinogens do come from burning something. And doctors, for the longest time, have said, no, vaporize. And doctors will prove it. I mean, vaporize or eat. And docs be like, yeah. Because doctors know the carcinogens, the burning of something affects the lung. It heats up the lungs. It burns the mouth. Um, it creates acrylamides. You burn anything, the acrylamides are created. When, like when you barbecue or have fried potato chips, there's these acrylamides. So doctor's been like, marijuana's cool, but we don't want to lose our license. So they're not the freedom fighters in marijuana. There's quite a few that are awesomely, but they don't want to lose the years and years that they put in, that they put in to learn about the medical system, because if they prescribe someone marijuana, and by the way, prescribing someone marijuana is still not legal. Even with this AB 266, probably find a little more definition in there, but the only thing that is legal is a recommendation verbally or written. That is the only legal thing. But people want to say it's one way when it's really something else. They want to say, oh, marijuana is legal, marijuana is legal. Marijuana is not legal. It's not. Federal government is loosening its constrictions. It's still a scheduled drug. And it's about possibly to become a Schedule II drug, even worse, and even high, high, more highly enforced and regulated. Whereas, like, your oregano, you can grow as much oregano as you want. My asparagus fields are happy. I make asparagus concentrate, right? So it's like, if someone wants to grow a plant, let them do that. Let the market flood and equilibrate, and then the rest of the world will catch up. Because it's the rest of the world that is adversely affecting California right now. It's the rest of these states that are adversely affecting California because Californians 
we're opportunists. We want to make a buck, too. There's another state that don't got marijuana. And I got a buddy there. You know, you send him some pot, send him some pot, and it grows and it grows. But because of that, and I'm doing, I'm growing it legally, quasi-legally here in California, that when it crosses that state line, especially to a non-medical state, because if the state already has medical, then that should be fine. But getting from that state to the next, you know, I don't know how an airplane counts, if it's high enough in the sky or what routes it takes, but whatever's in that package has to abide by whatever state it's traveling through. <laughs> you know, so it's so much hypocrisy going on and not in my backyard kind of stuff. That we were just, someone has really got to stand up and say, you know what? Across the board, the United States, legal. Cannabis, legal. It's natural, thereby should be legal, and we're only creating more incarceration because it's not. Because obviously, people are not going to give up a plant that they've evolved around. Humankind has been around cannabis for so long. Mummies found in China with 4,000-year-old cannabis in a basket in his arms. 4,000-year-old cannabis. One of my friends with the CCHI, Patrick Morris, a tattoo on his leg that is a cave painting of cannabis. You mean cavemen were stoners? What else is there to do? Have sex, eat, smoke, smoke cannabis and raise kids and run from dangerous animals and hang out in groups. Because wolves couldn't take us on when we were in groups. Individually, it's another story. Bears can't easily take us on when we're in groups. So humankind, we've been in groups for a long time, sharing things so much that we've even passed diseases on because we share with each other so much. Diseases of the lip, diseases of the sex, that you think that how could some disease like that pass so much? But obviously, humans have a history of sex with multiple partners. Humans have a history with sharing cups or things in their mouth with each other. So over time, there's been viruses that have just evolved around our habits. They're not fully stopping either. I mean, we've been able to slow down huge amounts, push a good amount of safe sex. You know, um, but the thing like with uh, cold source, you don't hear of, well, be careful, like, who you share your cups with or who you do this with or who you kiss or who you smoke with. Because anyone that smokes in a group has a very high percentage of picking up 
mouth diseases from each other. And what's interesting, some of these diseases are like, um, how do we call it, um, typhoid Mary. You know, like typhoid Mary, she'd, uh, she was making this uh, ice cream for all these families. And she was a carrier of typhoid, but it was inert inside of her, and she wouldn't get people sick. I mean, I'm sorry. She wouldn't get people sick, but people that would eat the ice cream that she made, that she somehow just being around, tainted this ice cream. She was leaving trails of bodies. I'm just shooting in the dark with a few people that died or more, and she kept changing her name. And going from different house to different house and not really being aware of it, you know, not believing it that, you know, I'm perfectly healthy. How could I be transmitting these diseases? But because humans are able to build antibodies or some humans behave differently, but these diseases need carriers. And so that's, that's, in, for instance, smoking in a, a big area with all these people on something, and we don't want to think about the microscopic world. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to think about the tiny little things out there. And humans haven't been for our evolution. And then now, scientists with their microscopes are like, whoa, there's this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. And they get passed on to different people and affect only certain people. Um, that that have deficiencies in an area. For, in my case, I have a, a enzyme deficiency, and since I was like six years old, I've gotten like these these bumps on my face, on my lips, and it's like, yay! I got like pictures when I was really young. With I sure as heck wasn't smoking, doing anything sexual, but at some point, I I drank a cup from somebody or ate some food from somebody that had this or maybe even my parents had this or a family member that just kissed me on the cheek and because I'm lacking that enzyme it comes out in me whereas there's so many people that are carriers of these uh, lip sores and they don't know it because it doesn't affect them it just hides away or isn't able to root itself permanently. It tries, but then it doesn't fit for some reason. But there are some people that it does, but it jumps in large groups. So humans, we've been some really dirty animals. <laughs> Through our evolution, we've been some dirty foes. We've been sucking and snucking everything, okay? everything we're horny little animals and we've been doing this stuff through our evolution you know to through and this stuff it like makes it through the uh, 70,000 years ago giant volcano out in uh, China that killed off seven I think it was seven mitochondrial mothers were left uh, only seven seven known women on the planet, not counting obviously pygmies or hobbits of Florence or Bigfoot. Um, 
And then 300,000 years ago, there's one mitochondrial mother. So it's, it's like if we tune in tension to our roots, how us as biological creatures have had parasites living with us, and because we don't have safe ways to share, to, to do things, like people don't think about their lip stuff. Nobody even freaking thinks about that. My, my, my stepmom does, you know, always worried that my stepbrother and stepsister and or herself, you know, doobie-doo, you know, so she's always like really careful, but that's just paranoia. She obviously doesn't have the enzyme problem. My sister doesn't have the enzyme problem. I have so many friends that I've smoked with that a day later, all of a sudden I notice my face. I feel like the tingle, but I I couldn't know it right beforehand coming on. So do I live in a box far away? Do you eradicate these people? We try to around people. I have one of the worst breakouts I've had in my entire life. And it was my last breakout too. And I'm so excited because it's been quite many, many months. But it went thing went all around my face. Like a big giant circle around my mouth. And it was the most horrible feeling, the most helpless feeling definitely like a buzz kill um i mean i'm really stoked i was around some really compassionate friends who really cared for me as me and were able to see past my health maladies i mean being a smoker the last thing i want to do is pass on the crap that drives me crazy since i was a little kid so i do all these things to try to I mean, you know, smoke socially. I love smoking, but I can't smoke socially. So if I got to recluse, disappear from the situation, not go out, you know what I'm saying? To to not put things next to my lip, to to hold it in my hand like a chillum until my lips don't really touch it. But I'm not a pure scientist. Like, does that really help? I think it does. But if what what if there's something on my hand? So it's a it's a big mind fuck for a lot of people that smoke cannabis, that cannabis is such a sharing medicine. Sharing medicine that people pass it around and share and here, here, have some with you. For a while, I wouldn't smoke unless I was smoking with somebody. I mean, I enjoy smoking on my own, but it's like, it's such a sharing thing. And the pathogens have figured that out. And then we get we get stuck with that. And medical science is getting there. It's getting there. You know, there's different Beck therapies that have worked, uh, ozone therapies. Uh, I'm, I'm going through my own body cleanse. I mean, hoping maybe that was like the last outbreak I have because I was able to cleanse it from a deep part of my body or something. You know, I, I want to wish these things until I get a breakout. And so be so far off. I just pray it so far off. It's like not to get stressed, keep yourself less stressed. Smoking is really fun. 
And being around people is really fun. That it is. And that's a little sidetrack. I'm sorry about silly little health thing. But this is like the facts out there in the world that people don't want to talk about. At least to your face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stay away from him. And, and, and I heard he got the H. Yeah, and, and, uh, you know? Where words are, are so stigmatic. But I'm just missing that enzyme. And y'all got the same freaking virus if y'all be sharing. So it's people, uh, people are not always kind we could have a a way for people just to kind up just be kind you know say it be kind to each other and understand each other's path each other's dilemmas that we face we become more accepting society and there's so many more people accepting the cannabis community out there because they're related to them they're, they're, they're the brothers, their sisters, their daughters, their cousins, their parents. And maybe some people smoke cannabis, but it's, it opened up too much awareness and was like, whoa, too much, too soon, too fast, too much. You know what I'm saying? Like the previous thing I was talking about. But I'm just straight from the cuff. I'm not trying to hide things where I got... My $200 million, like the Clintons. Where'd you get all that money? <laughs> right? I thought y'all were doing something. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to hide things. I'm trying to be an open book. Because that's what people want. People, honest people, would rather have all the facts than just the shiny facts. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like you get to see one side of a building, but it's just a facade. Look around the side. It's just a wall that looks like a building. There's nothing on the other side. So you let give people the round tour, the house tour. Be the host of what's going on with your world, what's going on with your things. And right now, we need to host worldwide cannabis awareness. I mean, I I don't know what y'all doing out there, you're checking out this show, you got more patience than I do. Seriously. You awesome. I mean I'm 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 watching Shield a bit right now. Um I'm not watching as many shows or listening to as many things as uh as I need to be, it feels like. But it's like you guys are rock. Because I, I, got, I got cannabis knowledge that I do. And I'm back in the States. The stabilization, stabilization is coming down. And we're going to get some more action going with that professionalism thing that costs money. But we'll get it. And some magical way I'll be able to help, pay, help Trip pay for this blog talk radio. Because you're the man, Trip. Bruh, bruh, bruh. Booyah! Yeah, and Diane, you guys pulled some things together and vow on the swoop and wah. Uh, 
And uh, oh man, everybody's awesome. Every, every, there's been quite a team going right here, and the momentum's building up because right now it's the protect California from fake legalization. Protect California from fake legalization. Protect the world for that matter. But I'm sitting in California, and that's what's happening right now is there is so much fake legalization being touted around. We've got to stand up. We've got to come together. Come together. Make things happen. Get it done right. So let's uh, let's chase the devil. Let's see if uh, Mr. Lee Scratch Perry wants to dial us in. You've been listening to Smoke Rules Radio, where in democracy, hey, we the people, we make the rules. My name is Jason Isaac Brodsky, the herbalist, the fertilizer, Jason, coming in here live and direct. And let's see if these buttons want to work on the telephone. Pua, pua, smoke rules. Walk all over earth. The money puts on my money boots. And step all over earth.
Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever they lack in beauty, they make up for in fighting spirit. <laughs> and the races are easy to fix. I've heard all these terrible stories of this place. <laughs> the bloodthirsty slaves murdering their masters. <laughs> That's a good story. It's well told, ever-evolving. Yeah, but alas, untrue. But the skeletons that we saw... I bought those from a gypsy in Bukhara. Now, I crafted our lurid reputation in order to fend off the most insidious evil that's been lurking in this forsaken country of ours. You know what I'm talking about? Taxes. Not these Persians. With their armies, their fortresses, their roads. <laughs> Who pays for it all, eh? The small businessman. See, that's why I started a little campaign. To spread some false notoriety. I spread it like a venerable disease in a Turkish harem. <laughs> Taxman, taxman, going to collect the taxes from you, yeah? 
go to collect the taxes, gonna take your money. Collect the taxes, gonna take, take, take. Gonna collect the taxes, gonna take the money. The tax man is going to take your money, gonna take your money, gonna take your cash, take your profit. Tax, tax, tax money. That is what the fuel of the future is. That is why the man say you can smoke the marijuana. We want to tax the deck out of it. Tax it so much, you cannot afford it. Ah, ah, ah. And so this lawmaker man, this man that make the laws, collect the taxes. Oh, oh. Tax man want the money. Tax man say, you got the money, we want some. If you want to keep your money, you better give me some of your money, right? Mr. Taxman cannot tax the black market, so the taxman tax the medicine. The only man that tax the black market is the copper man, the policeman. He still keep the money for himself to fund his arms and firepower. The policeman been stealing the ganja and selling it back to the people. What happens to all those drugs? They don't all burn. Nah, maybe they do, but not in some big bonfire, you know? They're reselling what they find and take off of you, or smoking it themselves. It is the truth. It has been happening time and time again. And will continue to happen until Mr. Copperman can buy his own fucking weed. Oh, I swear. His own, to the Copperman, can buy his own darn weed. So he can go out there and get it himself, just like everybody else, and not need to steal it from the kids on the street or the farmer man. Or the man who drives the cannabis to dispensary or to friends. The copper man, go find your own weed. Go grow your own. Because it's legal. That is what we aim for. Legal. We sing all day long, but singing ain't gonna do nothing. Peter Tosh. He sing to legalize it. Legalize it. If for every time that man sing legalize it, that people stand up and go to the legislators that run for offices, that get themselves in positions to help with the cannabis movement, that is illegalized. The man, just like this MC man you're listening to, only got words. You have actions. You have the power of the future. You have the energy and the spirit within you to bring the cannabis liberation to a city near you. For there is no reason that cannabis should be oppressed any longer. The only reason because it has been pushed into the black market. Because it has been pushed 
into the dangerous neighborhoods, hidden from the people, where countries can prosper, their tourism increase because the natives can grow. Come to our country. We have the, the best weed. Yeah. Jamaica just started, yeah? Just started a year ago. Not many legal harvests. Big country. But is it really legal, citizen? Is it really legal for the farmer to grow? Oh, it's tragedy. Worldwide. More rules and regulations. They're holding down the people. Holding down the people, the rules. It is more against the law to be in there with cannabis than ever before. So many rules, regulations, holding me down. Down. Down, I say, goes the man. Down goes his helicopters looking for my crap. Down goes his salary for hurting people. Down goes the amount of copper mans harming people. Down. Down, Mr. Copperman, sit. Get away from the cannabis. And watch as Mr. Taxman jump up and take advantage. And more taxes than anything else. Say, oh, this is special. Just get taxed more. Bombo clock. No reason to tax cannabis anymore than a regular item for sale. Let alone, it is a consumable. It is an edible and therefore shall not be taxed. It is medicine. How can you tax a medicine when you want a man to heal, a woman to heal? How can you tax health? Health should be free. The poison around us sure is free. The chemtrails in the sky poison in the water, the plastics, the metals, the biological agents, all these poisons, they are free, free poison tax man, not really need taxes on the poisons, but the tax man sure like the money, sure like the money. Man should actually be into health, wanting to keep people more healthy, meaning people purchase more. If, if a person is healthy, man, he can work more. If a person is healthy, he can contribute more to society. If that person is healthy, if that person is healthy, pra, pra, pra down let's get the health around let you know what hound for hound and we bark we light we let you know we take flight come on we shock and edison's kite tonight open up mr tax man what are you finding yo what's your plan do you want to hold down the health land and keep everyone ill and sick better think quick a happy healthy nation Ooh, we got it going on lickety split that's what we need. That's what we need to get away from the greed. To get away from the greed. And they bleed the people for the green. 
deceive you. It's not good. I let you know that this witch's brew has been corrupt, that this stool must be disrupted, that we must push the pot over and let her flow around the planet. Let her flow, let her have it. Let's go and roll in Ganjit. Yeah. And bring it together, yeah. 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 <laughs> ah. Got the cypher recently. That was fun. It's good with beats. For sure. For sure. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not exactly in the throwdown mood. Gripping that mic out and just I'm a little relaxed right now. So we'll we'll, we'll come on out. We'll we'll keep on the mellow. You know it's. I got a wide variety of different kind of episodes going down, you know, with with Jason with good sound quality. Oh, I hope this is good sound quality right now. Ah, this is way better than telephone for quality, apparently. Hang uh, Google Hangouts. In some of my other shows, I've been rocking stuff like some poetry, some songs, um, different news. And now the news is really outdated because it's all coming down the hammer's dropping cannabis is to be found everywhere on the planet no reason no reason to be scared of it should be happy because the world's not going to end why are people even worried about it is because Nancy Reagan scared everybody instilled the fear the Freudian fear into people Drugs are bad. Carte blanche. Drugs are bad. But isn't that what you get at a pharmacy? Drugs? So there's some big issues with these words they've been using. And drug, by the way, cannabis is a drug. It's not plural. You know, it's, oh, I got my cannabis with fresh freaking morphine in it. Threw a little angel dust in there. Now that's drugs. You know, and you inject that shit. That's drugs. You know, cannabis is a drug, it is a medicine, it is food, fuel, fiber, it's disco. Cannabis is all over staying alive, and she ain't going nowhere. Even if everybody somehow, mind you, somehow, forgot that cannabis existed on the planet, she had to be really stoned for that, but it'd be like, well, I'm coming down, let's get some more. If everyone forgot about it, the plant would still be growing. Birds would still be eating its seed. The plant's not going anywhere. And we got so many different types of plants and so much square footage on this planet. Or square centimeters. <laughs> Cannabis is going to be here Long after my radio broadcast, the last of it gets destroyed through whatever cataclysm destroys a lot of digital things on the planet. Cannabis is going to survive. It's been surviving. Like, look at all the creatures here on this planet. We are built to survive. 
were built to make it through rough conditions and continue and prosper. And so as a cannabis enthusiast, that we've been going through some rough conditions, but we're surviving. We're coming up. We're coming to the top. And that's, that's the whole point of life. Stand up for what you believe in. To refine what you love. To care for what's touched you. And because uh, it's a dangerous world, protect those that can't fully protect themselves. Maybe, you know, we can all, we're all tough like freaking gangsters in a sense, you know, but like, we all need a help. We all need a hand with things. Sometimes we just need people to talk to. Just, you know, talk things out in the world. And that makes everything awesome. Holding hands, I hear that's big. You know? Holding hands in something humans been doing since we were little micro people. Since we were little, 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 little. Holding each other. We don't know. We don't know what we are. We don't know where we're really from. We just exist. And we have somewhat of a dab of history. That we go by and say, whoa, this is humans. Oh, there's so much more to humans. It's wild. Unless you're like one of them time traveling humans. You know what I'm saying? With your own ship and all that. To see how human life was in the past or this time, that time. We're all, we don't know where this boat came from. You know, this earth. We're in this giant fishbowl that's got so much life on it different kinds of life like with different origins where a lot of things are very related but there's a lot of things that there's no way they're related but they're living creatures on this planet that have been evolving surviving because the surface the surface oh mother earth and she scrubs the surface often destroys a lot of humanity she is the most destructive on the planet mother earth she gives life yeah and she like cleans house she just kills everything on her planet and what survives well it's able to spread around and take its survival genetics and continue pushing those forward because really, like, we breathe in, but we don't have to breathe in as much oxygen as is really available. Our lungs have been environments with so much smoke or other yuck around there that we've been able to survive in such a lower oxygen area. So there's all these things, like all these creatures could survive in a cave right no dinosaurs running around not too many giant giant animals that are still roaming around been some areas on the earth where the cataclysms the smoke the rain or the floods haven't reached and those animals have been able to prosper like look at the elephants would 
an elephant survive uh, Yellowstone going off if it lived nearby? No. <laughs> it would not survive Yellowstone at all. It would blip. But because the wind currents of the planet during this creature's evolution, that creature was able to have sun and air to survive. Maybe be in the water and just be in the right part of the planet where the cataclysms don't affect it as much. Because he ain't never heard of no California elephants. Ain't no elephants out here. There used to be horses in North America before the last uh, Ice Age. But those uh, messed them up some. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That we have traits on us to survive. And that's part of life is to survive. And this cannabis war going on, we must be victorious, not survive, not just barely victorious to bring legalization worldwide. We must do this. People are hurting. People are dying. There's more ways to see what you've been doing because of science than ever before getting arrested for holding while in your blood whoa what is up with these things but that's being used against people they take blood tests to see what's in people's blood and they find a drug in there guilty it's preposterous so it's these habits that humans have. Technology is hurting us even more because the habits, they're not humans. They're going to get rid of these habits. They're not going to, oh, you, can, you know that we can do the whatever. Well, I'm not going to do the whatever anymore, right? So they're going to make people that do whatever these things are, these illicit drugs, not have jobs because they can't pass a piss test or a blood test for that matter. And no longer be a working, productive member of society, even if they li liked to take a little speed here and there, or smoke some pot, or have a friend's uh, Vicodin or something. You know, they, oh, they found opiates in your system. Well, where's your prescription? Oh, man, my friend gave me one of the Vicodins. I hurt my foot the other day. Is your friend a doctor? No. Well, you have an illegal drug in your system and can thereby be charged. So these rules and our efficiency with enforcing these rules, the rate of incarceration of people is insane. More people being incarcerated than the Nazis could collect. There's more African-American men and women in jail right now then there were as slaves brought over or even that, that were still slaves here before the Civil War. There's more African Americans in jail now than there, there were. So there's this culture issue going on with these crackers that is so how, how do I say it's like leftover from the 1960s 
but it keeps going. Leftover from the 1920s, but it keeps persisting because no politician has due diligence to fix the laws. They just want to make more laws. They don't want to clean up the existing laws that are here. There's more laws, more things you cannot do. And there's a lot of things that really people should not be doing. So thereby they make a law. But when they make laws that are like ludicrous, these rules that are just like, why am I going to follow that? In these rules, they dilute the compound, com- not compound chicken, but the compulsion, um, the fervor of the other laws, the validity of the other laws. If there were only laws out there that people agreed with, you know, people would uphold them. A lot of people agree with the speeding laws. They agree that we should not be racing around so fast, ignoring people around us, running over people, causing accidents. People like those laws. Even though no one likes getting pulled over for speeding, in the end, people like those laws because they save lives. They're proven to save lives. I'm not just talking like a small handful, but hordes of lives. Just as drunk driving never used to be anything big in the 70s. It's still not even that big in other countries. Costa Rica, you know, it's picking up, but it really wasn't an epidemic. Whereas here, everyone's got their car and they've got to go miles. And a lot of people don't know how to drink. They only learn how to drink when they're 21, or at least they're, how do we say, legally able to learn how to drink. But really, people are drinking when they're 14, 18. And they've got to hide it. It's got to be this fancy, like, oh my gosh, I can't get caught doing this. To make it more daring, more like grandizing it glamorizing it to be able to underage drink is glamorized whereas let's look at some statistics in Germany where the age is 18 where people are shown use of alcohol where it's not just to get yourself drunk and hammered as hard as can be you know it's when people are fighting that authority system, you know, fight fight the system, fight the authority, fight the parents. I can go do whatever it is, but to such excess because you said I couldn't do it. Right? We're a stubborn nation. Humans are stubborn. We we're, we were stubborn against against England, you know, to build this country. We're very stubborn individuals. And we react with panache come out here and we're like you're not going to let us do this well we're going to come back and do it harder and that's what's happening in the cannabis industry is that well 
You're not going to let us smoke. So we're going to grow more. We're going to push legislation through. We're going to create dabs, concentrate. That dabs have been around for a long, long time. Taking a nug between two hot spoons, pressing it to make oil or vaporizing. You know, dabs have been around for a long time. Just a way of making it. People finally figured out in the last 15 years, like, oh, you just use the butane thing and blue, blue, blue. But things catch on because it's cool. It's fun. It's daring. It's glamorizing. And because it's illegal, there are not as many ways to do it safely. And there are by people blowing themselves up. People not paying attention to butane inside a closed room. Ventilation, my friends. Ventilation. But this is all because it's been illegal. There's so many other ways to make oil that if it wasn't illegal, people would not be making it as as harshly, dangerously. Because they'd be able to take their time. It's no biggie. You don't have to keep it from your neighbors. So you can do things outside. You know, where there's proper air and ventilation. But your neighbors seeing you do something, they, they, they drop the fifty in the phone. You know? Maybe they got unlimited minutes. Who knows? They, they, they drop it. Report like, oh my God, my neighbor's doing something illegal. But if it wasn't illegal, then they wouldn't have anything to report. Work on a lot of other things. Because cannabis is not something they need to have their head up. Because it just gets stuck in their ass. Because the police, who are the ones that we want to help enforce society's laws, to help us keep a good society. If we don't give these guys good instructions, they're little robots. Nah, nah, nah. Law says this, da, 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 you know? And they do as their police before them do, and so on. Racial profiling, stereotyping. They're like, African-American is six times more likely to be arrested because they are six times more likely to be arrested. You know, it's like they make up these statistics to reinforce their own statistics. It's like this catch-22 loop that supports itself, you know. So if, if we start letting people have safe access to cannabis, crime rates are going to go down drastically. And we're going to watch this as this happens in Illinois. as Legislation there is passing laws to have medical and legal. Because the cops know that if it's not, I mean, if it's legal, then there'll be no reason to steal it. There'll be no reason to shoot people. Because they can go buy it wherever. Get it done with, you know. It's not hurting the youth. What's hurting the youth 
is the unsafe access and the police. That is what's hurting the youth. And because there's unsafe access, people live in poverty. Crazy poverty. Where they can ascend from not thinking about their impoverished conditions, smoke a joint, relax a little, but not spend all their money on that joint when they could have got some food for the same for more food, but because the mind sees that cannabis is an amazing, amazing they say amazing uh amazing seven more times. Amazing healing thing. We we spend the money on the ape. We spend the money because not addictive wise, but healing wise, we know that there's benefits. We know that we will be feeling better and healthier after we smoke a joint. You hear me? After we smoke that joint, we know that we're going to be doing well. And so subconsciously, we're all healing ourselves. There's no such thing as recreational marijuana. It's every single kind of marijuana use is medicinal because it heals. Is there is there recreational vitamin C? I mean, I, I take vitamin C because I really like it. It's cool. But it's healing you, so it's actually medicinal, and it's not really recreational. You might take more than other people, but it's still medicinal. So there's no such thing as recreational. It's still healing us dramatically. I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. I mean, I can't think of a better reason to rant about for two hours about getting pot legal. You know, it's get it done, get 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 up on it. You know, make it happen. You know, just get just get the marijuana going. You know, because they've been depressing us for far too long, holding us back, keeping us away from healing, from having a a healthy state of mind, a healing physical quality. Emotion, tangential thoughts, to be able to not worry about all this other crap going on in the world. Oh, jeez. It's a wild. It's a wild, wild world that it is. So let's uh, let's jump out a little praise song to Miss Mary Jane. You're beautiful. I love you. You're never the same. Woo-hoo. I feel you going through my brain. Miss Mary Jane, oh, 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 I want to roll you up all the same, put a little fire on your ignite ya, ooh, Miss Mary Jane, I want to light ya, light ya up, I want to spark ya, let you know, girl, you're archia, sexy, artistic, Intrinsic. Hmm. And so we got the futuristic ganja coming. And oh. Oh, I'm excited. Because 
cannabis is only getting more legal. And we got to hurry up because the rest of the world is playing catch up behind us. And we've got to lead the way. We got to show them how it works and how it doesn't. So the only way to do that is through experimentation. So we got to experiment as the awesomest state. (laughs) We got to experiment as the awesomest country in the United States. California, we're rocking. A lot of other states are catching up. You know, we're progressive. You know, we're, we're, they're, they're looking at over our fence, see how things are going with us. And likewise, got me? So, hey, Miss Mary Jane, ooh, you give me the goosebumps, do you, girl? Mm. So beautiful. I love you. Come come into my life, Miss Mary Jane. Ow. I'm a 
was able to escape that. And so, like, she's Batman's mom. It's, it's wild. I don't know how she does these things. But she's Nancy Reagan. And she's impervious. Because she knows that words are power. You know, it's just say no was so deeper than what she was saying. Because really what she was saying is no. I think get to know, to understand something. So just say, understand drugs. That's what she was saying. And our subconscious clicks in there too, because it's saying, well, stay away, but also understand. Our subconscious, that is. The media campaign with McGruff, all about freaking stay away, kids. Your drugs are like, I mean, your brain is like eggs on a frying pan. <laughs> brain on drugs. What kind of crap is that? Scare tactics. Scare tactics. Trying to scare people into their point of view. It's over it. Over it. Stop trying to scare people, intimidate people, intentionally intimidate people. I'm a tall person. I know I'm goofy. I got my things. I know I'm intimidating. I know this, and I see it in people constantly. Even in the cypher session, some of the things I was busting out, like one of them I swore during... I dropped the F-bomb. And a lot of the guys were like, give me give me slack about that in their rhymes. And I'm like, oh, man, come on, drop that. I mean, it's some other little things that I, I, I put out there. And it's just like geared towards what I was saying about in my rhyme. And I wasn't saying anything about what I could give a flying hoot nanny what they were saying. You know, one, one bro, like... A super stoked was talking about the uh, the avenue. I'm living on the street, and I was talking about that earlier. And he he backed me up on that. That's super awesome. Because a lot of people don't know what it's like to be without, not really have that roof over your head. To have to figure out where you're going to stay each night. Got a backpack. My life is in the backpack. Got a few clothes. Maybe another backpack stashed somewhere. They're living on the streets. So it's, um, life's not easy for everybody. And we've really got to understand that our individual life should not be used to judge others. Just because in one person's life, things are all honky-dory. They got their, their new Passat. They got their loan. They got their job. They got all this stuff. Maybe not like silver spoon to them. They earned it themselves. But there's a lot of people that are caught without the proper health or motivation. And just, you know, they're not able to climb that ladder of... Um, Wealth, that ladder of doing better and better and better 
You know, they get a few rungs up and then fall down. A few rungs up and fall down. And that's a lot of people's lives. Barely able to get their head up. Something happens, boom, knocks them down. Barely able to get their head out of water. Oh, bam. They're down. So the, the world is pitted against us. It is pitted against humans to force us to be good workers, to force us to keep working for something because there's more jobs than there are people. Oh, wait, I'm dyslexic. There's more people than there are jobs. Realize that then you've got to find a way to either make your own job and make your own income and not be beholden to anybody else or go be beholden to somebody else and work the hourly scheme. Or just throw the towel and say, forget this. I'm not going to do any of all that and live as inexpensively as possible. Because, hey, beans and rice ain't that bad. If you're even able to make the beans and rice with the roof over your head. They just get used to the handouts. And um, that's... Uh, the only thing that can keep them going. Don't have any other skills to try to make money in other ways. And so, luckily, for the people that work and for the people that don't work, cannabis don't mind. The price of cannabis, that's another story. Cannabis heals the rich and poor alike. No judgment on cannabis. Mary Jane loves everybody. All she is is pure divine love and divine hope. Shining, glistening, illuminating, bringing fresh thoughts and fresh ideas, new viewpoints, ways to relax from hard day at work, or hard day spanging to be to be chilling and just like push the worries off because we're human you know we don't know exactly what everything is that we have we've got this brain these thoughts these ideas I mean roll with it we don't really know what they are what its roots really are I mean, like, there's ideas that we've built upon in the world, projects we put together and go forward and make. But we don't really understand the machine that's steering, the machine that is bringing us closer, this machine called the human being. And we're inside of this creature. You don't know how we got in here. I don't know how I got in here. It's like, what do I do? I'm in this being with legs and arms and pinky toes and smiles and goofiness. How did I get in here? This is strange. What's going on? You know, it's it's goofy. You know, walking around, it's being bipedal. Goofy. We should be hanging around in trees. You know, but we're walking around. I've been doing some jogging recently and I noticed you know, it's but being upright is not exactly perfectly evolved. 
just being tall and, you know, sometimes muscles and necks and bones and pelvis or shoulders don't aren't didn't grow perfectly right or align perfectly right. So it's like trying to get a, a workout done, just try to fix myself and get stretches on or whatever those, figuring out those things. And what are we? We're just like machines. And so trying to find our, a way to keep our health going, keep our body alive and chipper, you know, I recommend that. I do. But if someone just wants to be a lazy fuck, that's so awesome about life. You can go be that lazy fuck. Do whatever. But it's like part of the incentive system in the world is you work or do good in an area, then you can get what you want. Purchase these material things that you want. Right? So, I mean, I, I, I don't mind capitalism. I like earning stuff. I don't like really are disparate towards the very poor. That the poor are stuck in a pit that they cannot climb out of because they don't have money. They don't have the resources to make the resources. And so they're stuck trying to figure out how to ascend in low health at the same time. We don't have all the health care that we're supposed to mandatorily have. A lot of poor people, you know, they, you, they, we're stuck in this cycle of poorness because there's some rich, rich, rich people out there that have no problem buying the things to make more money. But someone that doesn't have all this stuff, it's difficult for them to make money. And now with cannabis becoming more legal, it is more opportunistic for the common man to make money, to grow his or her own herb. And we've got to make laws that reflect that, that let the citizen or alien grow herb. You know what I'm saying? Let them grow the herb. Don't let the corporations grow. Corporations are faceless. Two, I'm not talking two-person partnership, cooperative, collective. I'm talking straight Marlboro, Camel, Pfizer. Get out of the market. You got the money, but who really makes the money in your team? You just imp- impress each other's bosses. So it's like, who really wins? Nobody wins. Because I, I don't understand some of, some of this corporate stuff. Like, who, wh- why do all this stuff for a fucking corporation? Why? It's just, it, it's ludicrous. Do all this evil stuff just to steal a market. You know, marijuana has been here. It's been the people's hands, and that's where it needs to stay. It needs to stay in the hands of the people, and it'll be all good. It'll be all good. You keep it in the hands of the people, and the people can ascend. And those people that want to 
heal themselves and heal others, now the opportunity. But if the corporations come and grab everything, no. There should be subsidies for small not-for-profits, small mom-and-pop shops, cottage industries. There should be um, like five five minutes. I'm on the phone. All right. Uh, good luck, bro. Thank you, though. There should be <laughs> yeah, broadcasting live and direct San Jose, California. You know, in a parking lot, and people come say hello because not everyone is rich. And this guy was offering ice cream. That's a whole other good deal. Thanks, bro. But I'm I'm dialing this. I'm uh I'm so glad to be alive, to have this opportunity to share the the mayhem that goes through my mind because maybe it sparks something and he goes do do something. Stand up for cannabis where you're at. Where you're you're doing something. Stand up for cannabis. Listening to it is all fun. I mean I'm not Cheech and Chong being all goofy. I mean, I'm goofy, yeah, but it's just like, it's serious. Like, we've really got to take care of cannabis now. People are only hurting. People are hurting so much around the world, and the world is in so much pain and ill refute that we've really got to go in and help. We've got to bring the health. Whereas if you can bring the food, the fuel, the fiber, the health, and the relaxation, all from one plant, one plant, right? Or one genius of plant. You know, like the, the hemp part does more of the fuel and fiber. So I have this opportunity to do this, to stand up for something I believe in, and I've been doing it this whole century and before. So you, you guys out there in Radio Land, you got some time to so stand up get some things going, make some stickers, talk to somebody about cannabis, talk to 10 people, 100 people, one person, I don't mind, talk talk to somebody, share some information somehow or the other, because it's popular, and it needs to get taken care of right now. This is one of the biggest human tragedies going on that we can fix in our lifetimes. Let's get it going. Let's rock it. Let's get it all rocking together and just do it, do it, do it. Cannabis legal. Let's just go. Let's just tackle it. Let's make things happen. Let's leave a mark. Let's carve our names in the future. Be like, these people got cannabis legal. So you're not going to jail. So you can heal. These people help make marijuana accessible to everyone because it's a beautiful, beautiful plant. And we love nature. Thank you so much. This is Smoke Rules Radio. We're in democracy. We the people make the rules. Jack Care Initiative, California Cannabis Hemp. Bra bra bra. Thank you guys. Ah.